When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dad's Net Original Podcast. Hello. There you go. Look, oh, look at that. Look. See? There we go. JK has been titivating his little knobs. No, I, I, someone else touched my knobs. <laughs> no one's been in since... No one's been in here since we were last in here. What, what the bloody hell do we have the office for? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you sound like Jen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. The, the sound is okay. Faders, knobs, all present. We can start. Good. Uh, welcome to Dad's Nets Podcast. That's JK, as always, except on interviews. <laughs> I'm Al. <laughs> and as always. Didn't, didn't you miss the, you, did you miss the I, last one? I missed one. But this is good. This is. I've always said this. Mm. Right. What did Anton Deck do? On, uh, on Was it Saturday Night Takeaway? Yeah, they had lit mini Anton Deck. Little Anton Deck. Yeah. Okay. So sh- are you saying we should be sending Ted and Noah to- <laughs> Well, probably not, because they, they really can't fend for themselves in central London. Um, but we, we sent we sent Lydia uh, to one of the interviews. Yeah. And she works in the same building as me. Yes. On, on Capital. On Capital. Uh, and she's probably more equipped to do these interviews than we are. She's better. Yeah. <laughs> She's better. She knows what she's doing. She she she's kind of very, yeah, you know, on point, trendy. Yeah. Knows exactly what's going on in the world. Yeah. We don't. We don't. So There's no dad jokes. Yeah, I mean, which that was funny. Actually, I, I won't spoil it, but there are some dad jokes that are going to come out. I don't know when this is going to come out, but there are some dad jokes either out or coming out. And um, because the people sharing the jokes, who I shall re- not reveal at this stage. Uh, weren't they're, they're like way cooler are they like than like us okay. basically so they just didn't get them <laughs> not <laughs> just at all just didn't get them and like here I'll share one of them right here's one of them okay conjunctivitis.com there's a site for sore eyes very good very good yeah. very good yeah <laughs> right didn't get it how do you not get that though? Because I, I think you, they get it. I think you know, just don't find just it funny. Just didn't think you're funny. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that interview is coming out. Um, it's, it's actually the cast from a film, a new film that's on, on its way out as well. So stay tuned for that. Um, and if you haven't listened to any of the interviews that we've done on, on the Dadsnet podcast, then make sure you do go and listen to them because they're really interesting. I did one with Lenny Henry recently. How did that go? Fantastic. Yeah. What a great, great twenty-minute interview. He, He's a legend as well. Yeah, and I'm saying that not because of the interview skills at all. I'm saying that because he brought so much value yeah. to what we're talking about and actually it was about reading, it was about getting inspiring kids to read and write and as a parent, so much value in that. So Amazing. much value. So I'd highly recommend that one. Uh, how's your week been? Yeah, it's been okay, thank you. How about you? Um, my week has been good. You've been um, devouring the new sex education. Yes, the new sex which is fantastic. Actually, I must admit, it started off a bit slow. Because there's a new school involved. I've never seen it. So I don't even seen... know what it's about. It's 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 fantastic. So basically, it's about um, like a load of school friends. Gillian uh, Anderson's in it from the X Files, who is an amazing character. She's a therapist, a sex therapist, and her son uh, 
tries to do sex therapy at school. So that's the whole point of the title, Sex Education. But these characters are fantastic. There's some amazing storylines. It's it's really feel good. It's just brilliant. But there's a new school now, and it's a very um, it's a very now school. You know, LGBTQ, AI plus. It's it's you know it, it's it's very very mm-hmm. now. And it's just brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. The characters are amazing. The new Doctor Who, Eric, uh, he's he's one of the characters. Just and he's one of my favourite characters. He's not as, not as Doctor Who. Not as Doctor Who. He is now the new Doctor Who, based on his, oh, his performance his in performance Sex Education. Sex. Yeah, because it's it's amazing. Oh wow! Um, didn't you have some sort of school? So you've had a school couple of weeks, well, haven't you? A couple of months. Yeah, we are. We. It's, it's slightly premature, but it's tailored to Ted in particular because we're basically we're looking around some secondary schools, but he's only in year five. Really, you nothing wrong with that. You, it's nothing wrong with it, but you prepared. don't need to stress. Like, if you're not looking around secondary schools and you've got a child in year five, don't panic. Like, it's not the end. It's not, you don't need to do it. It's just we wanted to because, uh, start kind of laying down the foundations of a change and a big change is what we have to do for Ted specifically. But it's not for every kid. Yep. Sometimes you might you bowl into your local school at the start of year six. It might be the perfect and off you go. Job done. You yep. don't have to stress. Don't worry. But we, yeah, we looked around a few schools and one, one of them, one of them, it was like I was on a, the set of Educating Manchester. You know, like, and, and like everywhere you looked was like another story thread of like... Chantelle doing her makeup while she should have been doing her, her maths, whatever it was, or um, or someone else was on their phones. Like they were saying to Jay just now, there was one, there was one whole class in the corridor, and as we we're walking past, like bearing in mind it's open morning, so yeah. this is when like you polish everything, you shine yeah. everything, you you kind of like, wave your jazz hands around. Yeah, the head teacher gets you into the assembly hall and says, "Be on best behaviour." Yes, exactly, yeah. and. Um, so this um, this whole class was standing in the corridor, and I said to one of these chaps, "I said, oh, what um, what are you doing? You know, what lesson have you got?'" He goes, "Oh, don't know. Teacher's not turned up." <laughs> so, so I was like, oh, right? What are you gonna do? You stand there for an hour? Like what? What, well, what can they do? I don't, yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> I mean, at least go in and sit down and get your book out. You could uh, get a bit of initiative. Um, and then bless the blessing, the two girls showing us around, and I. Uh, I like being a host or kind of a, a guide and showing you around the school is not for every kid. Like that's fine, but then really the teachers should not make every kid do it. <laughs> because we had these two girls and they were very sweet and they were only they were young. They just started year seven again. Like put your year nines on it or something. <laughs> like they didn't they didn't know where they were going. They'd been there four or five weeks, and we were like, "Where's the science like, labs?" And they're like, "Oh, I'm not sure. I think it might be this way." <laughs> and we're like, "Uh, okay. Shall I ask someone?" Oh my god. Um, and they were asking about the library. Say like, when when do you get to use the library? And they looked at each other and they kind of looked back and they sort of then went, "Um." I think you can use it at lunchtime. <laughs> I think you can. <laughs> We're like, well, don't you know? Like, anyway, anyway. And then the best moment was when we was walking through and it must have been in between lessons because all the kids were out and they were all walking around the school. And this lad, must have been year 10 or 11, like quite a tall lad, came up behind Ted, whispered in his ear, this school is rubbish. <laughs> 
Well, at least he said rubbish and not shit. <laughs> uh, I mean, well, yeah. yeah, yeah, it could have been. It was fantastic though. Just like he was like, I don't. Yeah, you got visions of him coming on and going, "This school is rubbish. Save yourself." <laughs> There's no hope for me now, yeah. but save yourself. Yeah, exactly. I see dead people. Yeah. <laughs> it was so, I was like, oh, that's fantastic. Fantastic moment. So we're looking around secondary schools. It's it's a bit of a minefield, but within, I think, within a few minutes of being in a school, you can get a vibe. Yeah. Yeah. You can get a feel like there's always going to be shit things. There's always going to be things that aren't perfect, but you get a vibe. Like one school we looked around, every piece of outdoor space had benches. Right. And like um, picnic benches. And you could just tell there was a huge emphasis on community, socialising, encouraging them to sit and eat with each other. And I thought that was really good. Like the, the, the bits of space that are kind of like what would, would be dead space where you just walk from A to B. Yeah. They use for, you know, they had a purpose. They, they had canopies mm. over if it's raining. And it just, I just things like that just say to me, this school really cares about the children's like socializing which there i think is important that's a good thing actually there you go if you're looking around a school that's it and you would know because you're a former teacher so this you well, you know your stuff well a little bits and pieces no, no. did i tell you why when we look around a primary school this was fantastic this is way years ago but we were looking around a primary school <laughs> this teacher was um i can't remember we we were it was like one of those okay it was one of those um it's one of those classrooms where there's a main door, but then the classroom splits into two other classrooms and there's one that side and one that side. And we were all looking at the one on the left. The one on the right, I was looking at and Jen was looking at. And the teacher was in there and he was going, um, I can't remember the name, but let's say it was Louise. He's going, Louise, Louise, Louise. <laughs> and like trying to get Louise's attention, getting more and more irate because this girl was just had her head down and was clearly distracted and then the girl next to her put her hand up and said uh mr so-and-so that's not louise (laughs) (laughs) he just went you could see like the color just drained from him because he had all these parents looking round. he didn't even know the names of the kids in his class (laughs) fantastic my mate told me a great story when they were looking around schools and uh, they they went from one classroom and they were going to another classroom. Then they turned around this corner to go into the next classroom. And uh, there was a, there was like the, I don't know the TA at the door going, "Don't come in here. Go to the next one. Go to the next one." And I was kind of think they were like thinking, "What the what the hell is going on here?" Um, a child had just puked <laughs> on the mat as they were walking into that class. I know, yeah. not nothing to see in here. <laughs> Move on to the yeah, next yeah. one. Exactly. There's that scene in The Simpsons, isn't there, where Bart uh, and the and the the other uh, what are they, the bullies like Jim Jimmy uh... remember I've never seen an episode of The Simpsons we've had this conversation we've had this conversation for God's sake oh my God why because it's just it's just alright yeah well just watch some of it I, but I don't need to like I've got so much to watch at the moment. Well, I've got I've got the Beckham documentary left over. I've just watched Sex Education. I've got Welcome to Wrexham. Um, there's no more Ted Lasso's. Damn, but I've got stuff to watch. I I tell you how busy I am, right? When it comes to stuff, when it comes started, to watching TV. I started, <laughs> Is that what you do with Charlie? Oh, God, Charlie, I rushed off my feet at the moment. I've got so much to watch. I mean, like, I only managed to watch a quarter of of Transformers Rise of the Beast. I've only got four hours. I don't know. I've got so much to watch in those four hours. I know. What what, what, what do you mean? What what housework? I haven't got time for housework. Um, Anyway, there's a scene in The Simpsons where they are, it's an open day, and they basically put all the bullies in in the cellar. 
And they're like, why are we down here? <laughs> <It's> like, mm. <laughs> um, well, speaking of which, the, the topic, this was actually not planned. I know you might not believe that, but this was not planned. But the topic is, is on this, right? Okay. So, um, basically what happens is in the Desert Podcast, in these episodes, we just dive into the community and we pull out a thread or a post that a member has shared uh, which might be an experience or a challenge or a problem or a question that they want some help and advice with. So obviously in the group, there's loads of comments underneath and people having a conversation, but also we'll unpack it in the podcast. Yeah. So it's from anonymous member. I'm not sure why. Um, anyway, this is how it goes. Uh, hi there. Looking for opinions on how best to approach the dad of a couple of boys who are being annoying little turds to my son and his school friends. My instinct is telling me to barrel over to the dad and tell him to rein his shitty kids in. But my head is says that's not the best approach. I'm thinking along the lines of, hey, I'm Jimmy's stepdad. There seems to be a bit of friction between Jimmy and your boys. Uh, have they said anything at home? What's their version of events? As Jimmy's now mentioning it on a daily basis that Billy and his brothers were causing issues for him and other kids. If someone said that to me that my lab was making someone's day worse and I'd be mortified and have a serious discussion with him. But this won't be the first time he's been spoken to about his boy's behaviour with the other kids. All kids involved eight and nine. My lad and a few others in the class are being annoyed, teased, not quite sure. Uh, not, uh, But not quite what would have been classed as bullied back in the day when I was a boy. There's nothing physical happened yet and, mild, and some mild name calling. Uh, worse has been saying that someone smells, etc. Uh, but rarely a day is going by when I don't hear Billy was annoying today. Billy and his brother called me and the girls' names again today, etc., etc. Starting to get me and the boy, uh, to get to my boy. And as much as we tell him violence is never the answer, I'm at the stage now where it feels like saying, okay, fine, punch him if it'll make you feel better. My boy is massive compared to Billy, and I'm pretty sure that would be the end of things. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. So unpack it, but then I've also got some stories. I saw this. I, I was actually reading this last night mm. on the on 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 the dad's net threads and on Facebook. Mm. Yeah, I was reading it. Oh, I went through it. Steady. Well, do you know why? Because at primary school, I I was bullied a bit without doubt, and it was interesting to to read through what people were saying. But it was also interesting because I thought that a lot of the responses were sort of going back to old school days. And yeah. I think things have changed a lot now. And like, I think now if I had any issues with my kids, the first port of call would be teachers, head teachers, because they have a right to do stuff now. Mm. Yeah. So my first step would be <clears throat> speak to teachers. Because yep. sometimes the teachers can be the mediator in between exactly. the two parents. Yeah. So that would be my first port of call. Secondly, it depends how well you know the other dad. If you see him every day and you're sort of like, oh, mate, you know, you grab him and just say, oh, oh I, don't know, I don't know what's going on, but he's mm. saying that he's calling him names all the time. Like, what? I don't know what's going on. Kids are being kids and just lighthearted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but at what point? So, so also, bullying has changed, I think, drastically, especially in secondary schools now as well, where it's a lot of online, digital stuff. Um, I remember can't even be in photos anymore. We're in the back of photos. So if someone's taking a photo in the classroom and you're in the back and you know what photos are like, sometimes you're pulling a wonky face. Mm. Screen Zoomed in, screenshotted, and suddenly it's all across the school. Yeah. Um, 
But I, the question is, when is it okay to just say, Bosh? <sighs> Never. The, well, as in what, getting your kids to sort it out for well, themselves? Yeah. I don't think it it should ever get to that, especially in, in school. Mm. But what about outside of school? I suppose that's the, the other question. Look, this this has happened to people that I know and it's always been resolved. Always been resolved. And some, like you say, has been resolved within the school and done very quickly yeah. and done very well. Sometimes it has been exactly as you said, resolved by the two parents having a little chat. And that's not just two dads, by the way. Mm. You know, that can be dad, mum, mum, mum. That's And again, that has resolved it. I don't think anyone really yeah. deep down that has any intelligence wants anyone to be bullied. Yep. No, I agree. One. So what we did was we put out a um, the question of how do you deal with people bullying your children or how did you deal with bullies? Right. Two different eras. Two different eras. But... What was interesting was one thing that I think is really helpful. One suggestion from a guy called Richard was, as a parent, read every single document on the school's anti-bullying behaviour policy, arrange a meeting with the head, and then held her, and this is what he did, and held her to account on every letter within the bullying policy. So the bullying policy for most schools, probably copy and pasted from somewhere else, they won't have even read them. Like most teachers, I don't want to... They probably haven't read them word for word the whole way through. They've probably got a, a summary or a bullet points or whatever because teachers are busy doing other good stuff. But um, reading every single letter and where it says where a bullying accusation has been made, follow these steps. Following every step, it, schools have to react and have to respond to those parents who are asking those questions especially if you also loop in the governors right into the governors right so if there's any doubt of any bullying right to the governors because as soon as the governors get it the school has to act because then when Ofsted turn up on the door they see a formal uh letter gone into the governors and then they will say well how was that dealt with and then they'll trace it back and if it hasn't been dealt with obviously Ofsted will intervene yeah but every single comment was physical yeah for my, this is from Breezy. Hmm. Uh, for myself, I always gave fair warning, leave me alone. After my third warning, talking stops, and I teach my kids the same. With, with the added talk to the adult following uh, me talking to the teacher or parent. So he basically says to his kid, right, give him three warnings. Please just leave me alone, stop bullying. One, et cetera, et cetera. Hmm. Um, Jack started boxing, became very good at it as a teenager. Then all of a sudden he got left alone. Um... And then the other side of it, it's either physical or, as Mark said, how did you deal with the bullies? He said, I didn't. I spent my whole time at school miserable and have had and now have social anxiety for the rest of my life. What's really weird about that that answer, which actually is it's very sad, mm. you know, that that's how it, how it happened. And it, very similar. Look, what, what I'm about to say was th- this happened back in the, you know, mid 80s. So I do not condone this whatsoever. Mm. But primary school i was i was bullied and i did not like primary school i can remember crying and not wanting to go into school 
because it was that bad. Yeah. My parents didn't really do much about it. My dad was a farmer. He, you know, he was constantly working. My mum, well, you know, I don't get on with my mum that much. So it was like, okay, I had to deal with it and couldn't. Went to secondary school, things were better. Then I could see a pattern that it was starting to happen again. And at that point, I'd, I'd taken up... Um, karate with my mate Simon I think you think you've met mm. Simon at the wedding and Simon is a like at the moment I think he, he was the over 50s ultimate fighting European champion so he's you know he's he's handy so I did a lot of self-defense and again like that person said three chances and I got like I got sort of whacked on the head and I just turned around and I just kicked this guy and did a little bit of damage mm. if, I, if I'm if I've got to say. And that was it. Yeah. It was end of. But Nothing, no one ever bullied yeah, me. That's what they're saying. Ever again. So then you, But that's still not right. Yeah, I know. Well, it's not right, but it does seem, and I'm only going on the anecdotal evidence that I have in front of me now, rather than national statistics, yeah. but it does seem that more times, out, more times than not, physical violence does stop the bullying. And, and then out of that you're preventing years of social anxiety. There's another dad in here who just says, it's affected me ever since I was in school. I got thrown into a drain because of my race and weight. To this day, I'm quiet in a room full of people and feel like I can't be myself. Not experienced it yet with my kids. Uh, but if I do, I think I'll see red because it will take him back. Yeah. But, so, so you've got people here now who are suffering for the rest of their life because of bullies at school. And... And then that's thrown in with a mixture of people saying, yeah, I was bullied. Then I fought back physically and then I wasn't bullied. Yeah, but we're, and only, I'm fine. Yeah, but we're hearing the stories where it, where it ended okay for that person. You know, it, sometimes it doesn't just end there. Mm. That's the other thing. And remember, in a, in a society that we're in right now, you just don't know what, what could happen. So mm. I, just, I, you, I just can't condone it. I can't. I don't think you can condone it. It's like one of those things where you kind of go... Um, and also remember, I was hit first. I think that's, I'm yeah. trying to defend myself yeah. again here, but I was hit first. You yeah. know, I had that, it was almost like a patronizing smack on the back of the head, which I remember her as well. Mm. And it was someone who was trying to show off in front of all their friends. Yeah. And that was at the point where I saw Red turn around and, and kick this person. Yeah. You know, I wasn't, I didn't do it. Yeah. But, you know, I didn't do it off my, I didn't go, right, that's it, done. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to hit you now. It was done because someone, I had an altercation, I'm going to be very vague here, but I had an altercation at the weekend with someone who I would describe as a bully. Right. In adult situations. Yeah. And I called him out for doing something that he shouldn't have done. And I don't care who you are or whether you like the other person or not, the other person, it was me, (laughs) but whether you like me or not, regardless of how you think or feel about what happened, what you did was wrong. And they, anyone would agree with that. So I just simply said, I, regardless of what you think, you shouldn't do that. Called him out. And he would say, oh, you're Ted, your kid's watching, your kid's watching. And we were, I, was, I, was fair, I was calm. I wasn't mm. like, you know, kicking the living daylights out of someone in front of a... I was just... I, 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 we're just having a, you know, a, a, a heated debate which some might describe as an argument. <laughs> but, right. but Ted was kind of watching you know, at the window and saw me. And then I went back in and he said, oh, why are you arguing? And I said, well, the thing is, Ted, is that when someone does something wrong, it's really important that you call them out. 
because it's otherwise nothing will get better nothing will improve and if it's something wrong that affects us it, it needs to be said and sometimes that might be an argument i don't want him to be like oh i'm never going to have any kind of conflict like conflict is okay it's how you resolve the conflict mm. that's that's um important so I, so this guy was oh you you tell what i say i i want him to see his dad calling someone out for doing something wrong that's impacting us as a family i want him to learn that i want right. him to learn that from age 9 okay and take it into the world. He hasn't seen me hit you. He hasn't seen me like like do anything that's illegal or wrong or overstep the mark. We're just having a conversation and I want him top off bare to knuckle fighting. Yeah, exactly. He didn't see the knuckle duster I had in my hand. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't say, right, come on, get into the ring <laughs> yeah. with, with bales yeah. around it. But that's my point. Like you've got to, you know, I, and I think I think that Dare I ask what did this person do? Well, I probably shouldn't share publicly. <laughs> is there is there a way that you? I'm trying to figure out how. Is there? A, well, no. If you can't do it, you can't it was do it. really obvious alienating behaviour. Okay. With my daughter. Right. Got you. Okay. And I said, you can't do that. Like it's alienation 101. Yeah. You can't. You can't speak to her about me like that. We well, got you. Got you. Okay. It. Yeah. Good. Good. And th- th- this is the other thing as well. No one no one likes confrontation. I think if you'd like confrontation, it's, you need to have a look at yourself. Yeah, I don't yeah, like yeah. it. No, no, no one likes it. No, but no. sometimes sometimes you're right. It has to be done. Yeah. And done calmly and done. But then I the, the, but on the flip side of that, when you saying to Ted it's okay to confront people, I think you've also got to teach them when to yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Cause yeah, she just battles. I mean, Jen's like that. She's a nightmare sometimes. On a night out, if someone, like, oh, it's, it's never actually happened, but if someone was like, um, if there was a, a disagreement over there where there's two people having an argument and it's getting a bit rowdy, she would she would say, hang on, guys, just stop this, break it up. Whereas I'd be like, well, I'm getting involved. Mm. Like, because in now and out, you don't know what, like any of them could be having no. it. They might have a knife. Yeah, that's exactly what I was Like, thinking. just don't get involved. Whereas that's Jen's like, no, 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 I'll go and help them. Like, I know you're, I know you want to help. Yeah. But, but please don't be that person. You're putting yourself in that situation. In, yeah. Like, just yeah. let them get on with it. Like, the, let the police, let some of the bouncers or let someone else sort out. Go like, and let the bouncers know about yeah, it. Yeah, it's not, yeah. it's not your fight to then get involved. But I know which, because I used to be like that. Mm. If I'd had a few drinks yeah. and you see, you know, a, a kicking off a beat, like, hey, hey, guys, whoa, whoa, whoa. And you think, what? Actually, looking back now, why the hell was I going into something yeah. that has nothing to do no, with no, me? You don't have to get involved. Well, it's alcohol, that's yeah. why. There's so much other stuff you've got to keep yourself occupied. Yeah. Don't go and get involved. Don't leave something. them alone. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Also, you went to the bar a second ago to get the shots. Where are they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I gave them to those guys. <laughs> uh, anyway. Well, look, if this subject has touched you in any way, shape or form, and you're thinking, okay, this is an area I'd like to be in discussions uh the dad's net is it facebook is that is that mm-hmm. yeah, the dad's net facebook group is great for that there are so many discussions like that there are so many great answers there are so many real answers there are some answers that probably shouldn't be in there but it's a great <laughs> discussion it really is thank you very much for giving us a listen this week um yeah well we'll see you next week make sure you download or subscribe or hit the follow button or whatever it is on your uh, on your device or listening platform of choice um that wasn't very succinct, was it? Anyway, thanks just, for your support. Just say goodbye. Goodbye. 
a Dad's Net original podcast.